Hello, everybody, and welcome to What the Health, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate your way to better health. I'm Lena Lahire, certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, best-selling author, and psychology student at the University of Calgary. I'll be discussing topics that range from nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and everything in between so you can feel confident in how to move towards better health physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you so much for joining me. Let's get into our topic for the day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. Happy New Year 2021. Here we come. This is going to be a good year. It's going to be a better year than last year, hopefully. But you know, 2020, even though it had all of its challenges, it did show us a lot of different things as well. I know personally, it showed me how important relationships are. Um, it, It showed me how important the simple things in life are and how to focus more on those things instead of all the things that we think are important or that, you know, the world society tells us are important, but are actually deeply unfulfilling. So it really shifted my focus to the things that really matter. And it also encouraged me to develop healthier mindsets and to really focus on practices that guard my mental health. So I find I found that 2020 was huge for me in really focusing on mental health because it was so salient, a uh, lack of mental health particularly. So I'm going into 2021 with healthier mindsets and we're going to kick off 2021 and January with a month focusing on mindsets. I'm going to have guests on this month where we talk about mindsets, how to change our mindsets, how to pinpoint which mindsets are unhealthy or are holding us back, and how to achieve our goals by changing our mindsets. I'm a firm believer in having goals and I love New Year's resolutions. I know a lot of people don't like New Year's resolutions, but I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of taking any kind of opportunity that we can and finding that little bit of motivation to change what we're doing or to make an impact in our life somewhere. You know, I always find that motivation is like a roller coaster. It comes in waves, it goes in ebbs and flows, we have ups and downs. And when we're in that heightened space of motivation, which usually happens at the beginning of a new year, I, I think like, why not ride that wave? Why not take every opportunity that you can, and really strive for your goals. The thing with New Year's resolutions is they often fail. And they often fail not because we lacked the abilities to achieve our goals, but we didn't go into it with the right mindset. And there were certain things that we didn't do that caused us to not be able to meet our goals. And we're going to discuss some of those things in today's podcast. You know, I talked a lot about mindsets and goal setting 
in the previous, a couple previous podcasts. And if you haven't listened to those, we're going to cover some of the basics of what I touched on in those. But I encourage you to go and listen to those episodes because they are just rife with content. And I pull a lot of the research and information from those podcasts, in those podcasts, from a motivational psychologist called Carol Dweck. She is the main motivational psychologist in the psychology world. And she talks a ton about fixed mindsets and growth mindsets and how it's so important that we develop a growth mindset when it comes to goal setting. And also, I pulled some information from Heidi Grant Halverson's book called Succeed. Amazing, amazing book. She pulls a lot of her info in that book and research from Carol Dweck. Again, Carol Dweck's like the pinnacle of motivational psychology research. So I encourage you to look her up, watch some of her podcasts, read her books. She's absolutely incredible. Um, And the main focus with her is developing a growth mindset and looking at where we have a fixed mindset. So before we go into goal setting, it's important that we first go into our goals with the right mindset. Because if you create these goals and these New Year's resolutions, they could be all well and good, but if you don't have the right mindset going into them, you're going to fail. There's certain practices and certain ways that we need to construct our goals to make them more achievable, more likely that we're going to stick to them. But again, if there's an underlying mindset that's not helpful, it doesn't matter how good you make your goal or how specific and measurable and attainable and all these things, if you don't have the right mindset going into it, you're not going to achieve those goals. So let's talk about a fixed mindset. Now, a fixed mindset is the belief that our abilities, things like intelligence, personality, whatever kind of ability you want to think of, is fixed. You can't grow it. You can't do anything with it. You're born with it. It's innate. You have a certain IQ that you're born with, a certain amount of intelligence. Your personality traits are fixed. These are, you know, Things like personality tests, when you put so much weight on, oh, I'm a sanguine or I'm an introvert or whatever it is, uh, and you focus on these personality traits and you think that they cannot be changed. So that's what a fixed mindset is. It's looking at our abilities as if they're something that we're born with, they're innate, And there's nothing that we can do about. Conversely, a growth mindset is when we believe that we can grow our abilities and that there's always opportunity to enhance and evolve and change, that nothing is stuck where it is. So how do you know what kind of mindset you have? whether it's a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And keep in mind, we're all gonna be a combination of the two. You're not gonna just be 100% fixed mindset, 100% growth mindset. There's gonna be areas 
where you're more fixed and there could be areas where you have more of a growth mindset. But how we measure our implicit theory, so how we feel inside what we're just drawn to, what we naturally believe, is we ask ourselves a question, two questions. Number one, we ask, your intelligence is something about you that you cannot change very much. And to measure that, you would just say how true or false that is to you. And B, no matter how much intelligence you have, you can always change it quite a bit. So the first one is a fixed mindset. The second one is more of a growth mindset. And the two mindsets are very different. The outcomes are very different. And Carol Dweck does a ton of research with children who have a fixed mindset compared to children that have a growth mindset, teachers that instill a fixed mindset, parents that instill a fixed mindset versus growth mindset, and how different they are in their mindsets and in their actions and behaviors. So let's go over a little bit what a fixed mindset is. So like I said, a fixed mindset is people who believe their personal traits are fixed. The primary goal with a fixed mindset is proving yourself. And that makes sense because if you think that your abilities, let's just take IQ. If you believe that your IQ is fixed, then your ultimate goal becomes to prove how smart you are. Not to get smarter, not to learn, but to prove how smart you are. People with a fixed mindset will set goals that validate their intelligence. They don't set goals that are too challenging because this is crucial. Those with a fixed mindset believe that if you have to work hard at something, you aren't good at it in the first place, and that effort compensates for a lack of ability. So people with a fixed mindset will stray away from challenges because they see challenges as proving that they're not smart and opportunities to fail at something. And they don't want to do that because their confidence is riding on their natural ability, something that they believe is fixed. So they believe that effort is due to a lack of being good at something. This can quickly become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So believing you don't have what it takes, you stop trying, which dooms you to fail and reinforces the mistaken belief that you didn't have what it took in the first place. The other thing that people with a fixed mindset do is they seek rewards. And these rewards, and I talked about this in a previous podcast, these rewards actually end up undermining intrinsic motivation. We believe that things like praise and rewards will help to increase our motivation, but it actually doesn't. It undermines our intrinsic motivation because instead of having something that we're working towards because we genuinely want to, it's contingent upon a reward or praise or promotion or whatever you wanna fill in the blank that you're doing that action to achieve whatever reward you're going after. People with a fixed mindset aren't as willing to learn because they expect their ability to carry them. Again, if they feel 
that they have to learn something. This is kind of crazy, but it's true. They feel if they have to really learn something, then they're not good at it in the first place and that they probably just shouldn't try, which is crazy when you think about it because you're like, well, how else do you learn? You have to not be good at something in order to get good at something. But people with a a fixed mindset don't believe that. They believe that things will come effortlessly to them and that effort, if they have to put in effort, then that compensates for their lack of ability. Growth mindset people, on the other hand, do not give up quickly when the going gets tough. So instead of seeing challenges as more opportunities to fail, they see challenges as opportunities to grow. And this is so important lifelong. Like this is this is a lifelong goal to have is to see challenges as opportunities to grow, not something that's going to cripple you and cause you to fail and give up. People with a growth mindset set the bar higher and don't see challenges as threatening because they're opportunities. With a fixed mindset, people set the bar low because they don't want to fail. They see failure as something deeply personal and that they've completely lacked in some ability that they believe is fixed. So people with a growth mindset are more willing to take risks. They're more realistic about how they are doing and they want to get better and grow. Failures still hurt for people with a growth mindset, but they don't define them like they do with those with a fixed mindset. So how do we develop these different mindsets? Of course, like with any mindset, we develop these as we grow up. We get them from teachers, from parents, things that are said, the way that we do life. We develop these different mindsets and it's very hard to change them because they often get implanted into us when we're very young. So for instance, praise. Praise is very harmful in the long term. And it's something that we just do. I mean, I grew up being praised or not being praised for my abilities. If you think about different things that you tell coworkers or friends or children or family, it's very easy to just praise ability. And praising ability helps to instill a fixed mindset. Here's an example. You have a family member that's done really well on an exam. And the first thing you say is, you're so smart. Have you ever said that? Have you ever said that to a kid? Or say, you know, your son, daughter, child comes up to you with a picture that they've drawn. Have you ever said something like, wow, that is so amazing. You really have a natural talent for this. This could belong in an art museum. Have you ever said anything like that? Or you're just naturally good at this. He's just naturally good at this. She's just naturally good at this. These are the kinds of comments that instill a fixed mindset. And of course, We like to give praise, it makes us feel good. We wanna make someone feel better, but in the long term, it's not helpful. And it's not helpful 
because if you, let's just take children for example, if you praise their ability, then when they're up against an obstacle, they're going to immediately back down. They're not going to see the challenge as an opportunity. They're going to just feel like they're a failure if they're challenged. And this is what Carol Dweck talks so much about in her books and in her research is how detrimental it is to praise ability and to focus on ability. And unfortunately, you know, especially in the Western world, in North America particularly, we have this um, fascination with athletes and and geniuses and prodigies and we're so quick to you know have this child that's a star child or a star athlete and we focus on ability instead of putting in the effort that it takes to become great at something so this is one way that a fixed mindset becomes really ingrained in us. Praising a child's ability may feel good in the short term, but it's only temporary. The minute they hit a bump in the road, their confidence will go out the window and their motivation decreases exponentially. And we know that in order to achieve a goal, you have to be motivated and pushed to achieve that goal. But if you see every challenge as too much of an obstacle and you just back down, you never end up achieving what you really want to achieve because goals are hard and they're always gonna come up against obstacles and we're always gonna face challenges. And in order to overcome those challenges, we need to have a growth mindset that we can overcome those challenges first and foremost the challenges don't define us and that we're able to grow our abilities more and more with every challenge that we face so challenges are an opportunity to learn kids who are praised for their ability are reluctant to take on challenges because they don't want to look or feel like failures They see performance as a reflection of their character and their self-worth hangs on tightly to this. So they're very big on seeking validation from others. Whereas those children with a growth mindset, people with a growth mindset, they still like validation. It's not that we don't like validation, but our self-worth isn't contingent upon it. It's not hanging so tightly on it. So trying to bolster a child's self-esteem by protecting them from failure is harmful in the long run. It sets them up for failure because they don't focus on the effort needed to succeed. Teachers who encourage learning and the journey will help to instill a growth mindset. So there are no shortcuts, no magic, and no innate talent that separates one child from another. Teachers that instill a growth mindset tell students the truth and give them the tools they need to close the gap when they're struggling with something, when they're not meeting the standards or the expectations. But fixed mindset teachers simply want to impart their knowledge. Growth mindset teachers use their teaching to grow. 
Now that you know what a fixed mindset is compared to a growth mindset, it's really important that you look at your own life and your own areas where you might have a fixed mindset and what you can do about it. I see this a lot with fitness because that was my area for so many years and working with clients. And it's not that clients didn't put in effort with exercising and eating healthy, but they didn't actually believe that they could get better. They didn't actually believe that they could succeed. And I know that sounds really cliche. Just believe in yourself. It's, but it's not cliche. And it's not just about believing in yourself. There is strategies that you have to put in place. But if you put in these strategies while still believing that your abilities are not changeable, or if you just have this fixed mindset and anytime you come up against a challenge, you believe that that challenge just represents another reason that you shouldn't be doing this because you're just naturally not good at it, then you're not going to keep up with your fitness goals. I have seen this time and time again where when fitness gets hard, and it always will, and exercising and carving out time to make sure that you're exercising, when that becomes challenging, when you can't do something, people just give up. Instead of seeing those challenges as opportunities, they just feel like failures. But you're not a failure. You are not a failure just because something is challenging. That doesn't mean you're failing. That means that you're growing and learning and evolving. So it's really important as you go into this new year, 2021, to have that growth mindset in everything that you do. It it can apply to every single area of your life. But because this is a health and fitness podcast, you know, going into 2021, when you're up against challenges with fitness or with eating healthy or when you have a roadblock or when you... I hate, I hate the term falling off the wagon because I just don't. So I'm not going to use it. But when, say, you had a goal to exercise four times a week and you didn't make your goal, instead of seeing that as an opportunity to give up, you look at the reasons why you didn't reach that goal for that week. And that's more important. And learning from our mistakes is more important than seeing as our mistakes as character flaws. So let's switch the focus and the conversation to talk about how to properly set goals. Now that we know that it's so important, the mindset that we have going into our goals, let's focus on why our goals fail and what we can do about it and how to set proper goals because this is it's pretty easy in practice but in reality doing it is not so easy so we fail at our goals not because we've lacked in ability but most often is because we haven't planned properly and again we have these mindsets that put us in this fixed way of thinking about our goals But here are some examples of goals that are destined for failure. I want to lose weight. I want to exercise more. 
I want to be more patient. You know, these goals are good. They're good goals to have, but they mean absolutely nothing. They're ambiguous. I don't even know what lose weight means or another classic one that just (laughs) frustrates me to no end. I want to get more toned. What does that even mean? What does that even look like? That's going to look so different depending on who you are. These goals are destined for failure because they're ambiguous. They are not specific. They're not well thought out. They're just kind of platitudes like I want to do this. Well, that's great. But how are you going to do that? So the goal in and of itself is not good because there's absolutely no plan. Let's take the goal of weight loss. In order to lose weight, you're going to have to change your lifestyle. You're going to have to incorporate more exercise. You're going to have to eat healthy food. You're going to have to get proper sleep. You're going to have to manage stress. Weight loss is multifactorial. So you can't just focus on weight. Like, what does that even mean? Like, lose weight. What does that even mean? So in order to actually achieve a goal of weight loss, we need to focus on other things. So then you need to break down that goal into actual goals. So for example, you're going to need to exercise more. That's not a good goal. Exercise more? What does that mean? Your goal, instead of I want to exercise more or I want to start exercising, great. Here's a better one. I want to go to the gym three days a week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday for one hour at a time and exercise. That's a goal. You could even make it more specific and say, I want to exercise three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one hour at a time. Monday and Friday, I'm going to do cardio. Wednesday, I'm going to do weight training. You can make it even more specific than that and figure out what exactly you're going to do on those days for your cardio and your strength training. That's a real goal, not an ambiguous exercise more. If you have an ambiguous goal, you're never going to meet it because you don't even know what you're doing, which makes perfect sense. You need to have a concrete plan. It needs to be specific, measurable, achievable, have a time frame. These are the things that make goal setting successful. And you could do this with any area of your life, whether it's financial, personal, health, fitness, whatever. You have to make your goals specific. You have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you can plan to fail. So let's take eating healthy. What does that even mean? I want to eat healthier. Great. How about I want to incorporate at least three types of vegetables with every single meal? That's a much better goal to have. That's specific, what you actually want to do. So as you look at your goals going into the new year, don't be ambiguous. Make sure that your goals are specific and that you have a plan. You want your plan to become like second nature, something you don't have to put so much thought into. So the goal of exercise doesn't become a goal anymore. It just becomes a way of life, something that you do. But in order to have that happen, you need to make sure that you've done it enough and that you have these cues, these environmental cues that are triggering you 
to go and move towards your goals without too much mental power, mental bandwidth. Carol Dweck talks about implementation planning or if-then planning, and I did mention this in a previous podcast as well. Here's an example of if-then planning. If it's Monday morning, then I will go to the gym. Monday morning is your environmental cue to get up and go to the gym. If we have too many things on our plate, we can only juggle so much at one time. We only have so much mental bandwidth. If we're taking all of that bandwidth up, something's going to give. We're not going to achieve something because we're spread too thin. So to have implementation plans is so beneficial when it comes to goal setting. And you can write this down. Say, I've had lots of clients where their goal is to drink more water. Again, that's not a good goal. I want to drink eight cups of water a day. Much better goal. If it's 8 a.m., then I will drink 500 milliliters of water. Or when I wake up, then I will drink 500 milliliters of water. That's a much better plan. That morning becomes your environmental cue to drink water. It just becomes like second nature. It's not a goal in and of itself anymore. And this is what we really want. This is what habits are. We don't want to have all of these little goals taking up our mental bandwidth. We want them to become like second nature because we're always going to have more and more goals that we're striving for. So as you go into 2021 and you're looking at the things that you want to achieve this year and goals that you have, make sure that you plan them out. Make sure that they're specific. Make sure that they're achievable, realistic. They have a time frame. And then do some if-then planning. If this happens, then this will be the outcome. It's also really important to plan for setbacks and plan for potential obstacles that are going to come your way because they always will. So for example, going to the gym. What happens if someone calls you to a meeting? You get called to a meeting when you're supposed to go to the gym. What are you going to do? What happens if the weather is crappy? Are you still going to go? What are you going to do? Because we're always going to come up against obstacles and setbacks that challenge our goals, we need to plan for them. That's also extremely important when we look at goal setting. So as a little bit of a recap, we want to make sure that we're going into our goals with a growth mindset, that our abilities can be grown, that we can achieve what we never thought was possible with the right mindset, but also with proper planning. And that's what I really want to focus on for 2021 for myself, for my listeners, clients, friends, family, is to really help instill that growth mindset and to put the focus more on the plan and the strategy than the outcome. Because if we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. I know, again, that sounds cliche, But it's true. We need to have a proper plan. And I encourage you to look at the areas in your life where you really want to change and seriously ask yourself, what is my mindset around this? Do I believe that I can change this? 
Or do I believe that my ability is completely fixed? This is my my big bugbear with personality tests is people just hang their hat on these flipping personality tests and they're made by pop psychologists. They don't really actually hold that much merit. They, I mean, they do a little bit for sure, like the, the introverted, extroverted. But like if you're focusing and putting all of your eggs in that basket, you're not developing a growth mindset. Then when something comes your way, you're just going to say, oh, well, this is just my personality. So I guess this is just how I handled the situation. I mean, that is not empowering at all. That is that is giving your power to a trait, to a label. And I am not about that. I'm about that life and about that growth. And that's what 2021 needs to be. I mean, we were stuck. I felt stuck in 2020. Maybe that's not a good mindset to have, but I felt fairly stuck in 2020. And that was all due to the mindset that I had. And I'm going to go into this year acknowledging that there's going to be a lot of setbacks and a lot of challenges and that I will overcome them and continue to overcome them. So that is today's episode, developing a growth mindset in order to achieve your goals. I'm super excited about the guests that I have coming on this month. I'm excited for a new semester. Oh, I didn't give you an update. So uh, fall semester last year, pretty good. It was all online, of course. I got my first A plus in my favorite class, which happened to be motivation and emotion in psychology. So that was pretty cool. I know that's uh, (laughs) focusing on a goal or reward, the A plus, which definitely does not instill a growth mindset necessarily because I'm striving for a reward, but I worked really hard and I wouldn't have achieved that mark if I hadn't have worked hard Things don't just come, I don't, I really don't believe things come naturally to people. I really believe that it's a matter of effort that they put in and strategy. So I put in a ton of effort and I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of that mark that I got. It was, it was well worked for. I'm excited for this next semester. Again, it's all online. I got some really cool site courses that I'm in, some political science courses. So I'm sure you'll be hearing all about that. Happy New Year, everyone. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained better insight into how you can be the healthiest version of yourself that you can be. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel on iTunes and please leave me a review so we can get this message of better health out there. Have a great day and remember, you are powerful over your health.